Welcome to The Elegance of Nay. I'm your host, Nay, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about a variety of topics with amazing stories. Let's get into it, shall we? Welcome back to The Elegance of Nay podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and today we got somebody new in the building. We got the Mr. JG in the building. How oh, you doing? I'm great. How are you today? <laughs> Good. So how are you mentally and physically today? Uh, physically, I, I feel stronger. I worked out this morning. Um, mentally, I'm excited. It's the weekend. So at ease. I feel it. I feel it. So let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So where were you, uh, growing up? Like, where were you born and raised? Eastside of Detroit. Okay. Eastside all day. Three, two, five. All right. Zone, zone, zone. Get it. Um, but no, I grew up all, all throughout the Eastside. So, um, went to like. A lot of Eastside Elementary Schools, Jones, Grant, mm-hmm. Remus Robinson, um, graduated from DSA. Um, that's like the, the trajectory. I became kind of an adult really fast. <laughs> I feel that. So how were you as a kid from elementary to middle school? Um, <laughs> uh, That's funny. So I used to always say I wanted to be Russell Simmons like when I was in the third grade. So that was like, a, I just knew I wanted like avenues and interest i didn't want to do just one thing mm-hmm. um but also just like i was a very like nerd um so i was like a 4.0 kid like all the way until i realized that girls like me so it was like when that happened it was like oh, what who what so, <laughs> so i would say around like middle school i kind of you know started to kind of deviate a little bit okay so what um what drew your attention what about russell simmons that Versatility, versatility. Um, he he wasn't necessarily the creative, but he's the person that the creatives went to. Mm. So like him, Puffy, like those were like icons to me at yeah. a very young age because of like it's like um, like I can like I can turn somebody into a hit maker. Yeah, so that's kind of where where my idea and like mine was always at. I feel that. Yeah. So how were you? Um, how was the transition for you from middle school up into high school? Uh, rough. Um, my freshman year, I went to Cass. So, um, I so taking me from like a, a small Eastside high school. I mean, middle school, Rams Robinson, um, and putting me into like this where I was a big fish. Where I felt mm-hmm. like I was a big fish, and then putting me into a pond like Cass Tech, yeah. where it was like I didn't have like. You know, at that time, it was like a you had to be able to dress or like figure like you had to be able to dress yourself on your budget. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't quite have the fashion piece yet. I didn't have to because I went to the small high neighborhood high, uh, middle school, so mm-hmm. everybody kind of we just all was in it together. Like it was maybe one kid who had the fresh Jordans every week, but you know, coming up, we weren't we weren't rich, so it was like I I kind of like um got into a shelter of like. I don't fit in here. So yeah. um a lot of times my freshman year I was skipping high school. Like I was skipping school. Like I was like, oh, nobody checking, nobody care. Yeah. I'm out. Like right. when it like when it really was like a from like, you know, going from like a four point kid, like and it's just like now it's like, nah, I can't I don't feel comfortable. It wasn't really like like my mind wasn't where it should be. Like I it was like it was kinda how people would probably describe like going from um high school to college like mm-hmm. that that shell shock so i'm i'm happy it happened early like it was mm-hmm. like oh no nah, now i know how to i kind of learn how to adapt in any space and 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 really be personable and really like 
not cower or anything. So yeah. that's where I kind of got that second burst of life when I went to BFA. Okay. So how was it like um, from the school transitioning mm-hmm. after you got in the hang like of that shock? Like how was that transition when you chose a more comfortable setting for you in high school? Man, so uh, again, like I, I don't think no one ever tapped into like my creativity mm-hmm. until I got to the school like that looks like high school musical. So you you talking about like you walk in a hallway, you just see people dancing past you, or mm-hmm. you hear these loud instruments, or yeah. you go a couple steps down, you hear just people just belting, just singing, and it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, where am I? Like, where <laughs> where where really am I? Like, you know, it's just like, I I was it was like, oh, this is heaven. Like, and it was like, oh no, I found my people. Like, I found my tribe. Like a tribe of creatives that's just like. Yeah. Let's go. Like, let's figure it out. Yeah, I feel that, and I feel like when you find something that you're passionate in, and you're or you're at least discovering, mm-hmm. and then being surrounded by that is a whole different dynamic. It seems like it brings more of your creativity out too. Absolutely. So, yeah. how was it uh, for you getting friends, like being social? Like, how was your social life? You know, it's crazy. Um, DSA was family. Like, DSA mm-hmm. was family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um. I still to this day one of like one of my best friends, if not my best friend, Kevin. Like he came up to me and was like, "What's up, bro? My name is Kevin." Like this is like my second day there. It's like <laughs> you know, like that's not really normal for yeah. like ninth and tenth graders like to to be having these dialogues. But like literally, everybody just embraced me as soon as I got there. Like um, my, the name JV comes from DSA. Like that's oh, wow. because it was uh it was too many Jonathans. So. Mm everybody like it was like nah you like i was just like well call me jv and <laughs> it was just like that but i also was like i used to do this jay-z impression so it was like it it kind of fit yeah. <laughs> that's funny so while you were there like what were you um getting into like far as extracurriculums and everything? yeah so my major was radio and television um mm-hmm. theater so um the the first variation of I always say this the first variation of audio wave network was created in in um DSA like oh, wow. it was a company I I created with my teacher uh, Mr Adams called um Circle TV mm-hmm. and it was like I I had a vision like you know like how kind of YouTube was like this mm-hmm. is this is two thousand seven so YouTube is like really taking off and like mm-hmm. becoming this this social platform so I had the the vision of let's make let's make let's make this um let's make this platform let's create our own youtube videos and our own projects and let's really put this out and put this into into some sort of like um just a brand like we can we can do this ourselves like we Mm -hmm. can do exactly what they're doing on these youtube platforms i feel that and um how was that um what key things that your teacher like taught you through that whole process like what did you really learn through that whole process um event planning so we mm. we had a fashion show oh, don't nice. ask me why we had a fashion show but <laughs> we had a fashion they they needed to see something produced from this so mm. we had a fashion show which was cool um leadership uh because it was my idea my brainchild i was the president of circle tv so right. it was like those were like the the main the main things were like leaderships being being open like mm-hmm. listening to people yeah um 
like as a leader, uh, you're not always going to be 100 percent right. Yeah. Um, so that was that was huge for me. So, mm-hmm. and it, it it came at a time where I needed something. Like I needed it. Like my like if you if you grew up in like a most black homes or households, like um like your grandma's a big part. My grandma passed in my tenth grade year, so, oh, so it's good. like oh thank you. Um, it was many moons ago, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but it, this was like that creative outlet where I, I didn't have to like, I didn't have to really worry about like not being able to fill a potential because it was like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna figure it out. Hey guys, we want to take a quick little break just to do a quick shout out to TC's Art Gallery. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam Art Gallery. They do custom art, custom jewelry, and custom photos. They also help with your logo, updating your website, or if you need a website, and they help with social media advertisement or social media management. If you don't feel like dealing with your social media at all, contact TC's Art Gallery today. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam Art gallery and also check out their website at tcsartgalleryllc.square.site all right back to the show nah so um just like having that creative outlet at at such kind of like a a young age um and still finding freedom in, in discovering who i am in my voice like i didn't think like i know like 10th 11th grade me didn't think are you going to start this podcast network and do this? It was just like, no, that was fun. Like that was something I did in high school. Mm. I feel that. And then um, as you start to slowly like see yourself build your character, what did you see mainly change within yourself through that? Um, I always kind of looked at myself as kind of like introverted. Like, mm. I, well, I, on, on, the surface and in comfortable spaces, I am like I'm. I'm not gonna be the first one to start talking. <laughs> but what I've learned about, um, you know, who I am is just like I'm. I'm a people person. Like I, I can interact with people, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I like you see like the conversation I had with the lady downstairs at the front desk is mm-hmm. just like um, being like going over the top because you know, like who knows, like. What that person say can make my day. What I say can make that person day. So yeah. just kind of developing the a character of like, you no, know, I can talk to anybody. I feel comfortable in all the circles. Yeah, you know? yeah. Feel that. So from high school up into let's say college, mm-hmm. how was that transition for you during that process? Um, I became an adult. Like. <laughs> There was no, like, I didn't take the traditional route. Like, I didn't go to, like, the Michigan State, the U of M's. Like, I went to school online. Mm-hmm. So I had a full-time job and was going to college at, like, from home. So it's like I'm the OG virtual school, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like um, I worked at Radio Shack. Like, I worked at Radio Shack, and then I eventually transferred to where well, I got, I quit Radio Shack, but I technically got fired. But that was, like, my first job. That was my mm-hmm. first, you know, big job. So I went from, like, uh, part-time to, like, assistant manager, you know, at mm-hmm. 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a lot of responsibilities. Like, I, I moved out two weeks after I graduated high school. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, um, I, but it was something that I think I needed. Like, it was, 
um, maybe an insecurity, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe an insecurity as far as like um, feeling like I needed to kind of uh, kind of have something like all my friends going off to school and it's just like, would you like, would you want to stay here? You just mm-hmm. stay in mom's basement. Yeah. So it was kind of like that early. Um, but I figured it out. Um, and I continue to figure it out. Like I, I think I moved back home for like two weeks until like mm-hmm. the next place was ready. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, I can, I can say that I, I never had to go back, you know, to, to my mom's house, thankfully. Um, but like that transition was, was, was tough. Um, mm-hmm. Because I I I met a lot of people that I made lifelong friends with, um, started careers. Like mm-hmm. I started getting like you know adult adulting jobs like Quicken and you know these companies that are were starting in the city, mm-hmm. graduating, getting degrees like that. That period for me was was a, a period of like pure like you know growth, like mm-hmm. really becoming a, a man, but not really in the sense of like like maturity but like having having responsibilities yeah Yeah. i feel that so going into college you continue the same um same things from high school into college right did you major yeah did you nah see and that's where i think the when the resurgence happened it happened fast because there was no like i I threw parties that was Mm -hmm. that was but it was house parties so Mm -hmm. it was like but my house parties used to have like themes and like mm-hmm. you know it was just like make it fun and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like it wasn't just oh just come over to my house and let's drink. It was like it was, <laughs> it was like, like no. yeah. yeah, like it had names. Like mm-hmm. I had a, a friend named uh, Erica and Courtney, mm-hmm. um, and it was like like JJ presents. America's Most Wanted or something was their birthday party. You know, it's like we used to have like <laughs> theme, yeah, yeah, like we used to have like theme parties and just like it, we we had fun. I remember we did a commercial. Uh, my buddy Marcus was moving to LA mm-hmm. like, to go pursue his dreams, and we did like this commercial uh, to like it was like a school schools uh, schools out still commercial like mm-hmm. spoof. So I was like the super nerdy kid. Yeah, it was just ready to go back to school, but it was like it wasn't time yet. So it was like one last party before school starts. So it was yeah, like, trying to get was, all that yeah, fun. Out. It, was, it was like <laughs> you know those moments. Like I can't put a price on those. Like yeah. just great times. I feel that. So what did you major for then? Communications. Like so, okay. it's just like so blanket, blanket. Yeah. Uh, you just figure it out type mm-hmm. of major. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what made you? Was that a choice based off of? We didn't even talk about this part. So originally, <laughs> I had plans to go to Columbia in Chicago. So Columbia is a media art school. Yeah. So like in my mind, I was going to continue it. Um. But like just coming up, how I came up, I'm a first college graduate. Like so, it's like I'm a first generation college student in my uh, my house. So my mom didn't know about like financial aid or like like how to fill out FAFSA's and like yeah. Pell grants and these things. It's like so it was me. Like I didn't even bring it to her because you know like mom worked like two jobs. It's like how can I bring Hey, I need you to fill this out. Why do they need my taxes for the last three years? I don't know where my taxes, you know, like yeah. things like that, where it's just like, we don't understand the loans. We don't like, we don't qualify. We may not qualify for them. I didn't understand the housing. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, it's it was messed up. But I think 
that also led me into like the career path I, I kind of eventually chose because it was just like, I can't let no more of like my situation happen to a kid because I probably should have been in Columbia. Like most likely I should have been in Columbia. Like I don't, I don't trade anything for the world. Like I, how my life panned out is how it should have panned out. Um, but it's like, if, if, like the school system had better support or, or I, I knew how to, how to ask for help, um, which I didn't, like, I didn't know to be like, Hey counselor, I got this acceptance letter. I want to go to the school by any means necessary. I don't care how much money it'll take me to get here, get me here. Yeah. It would have worked. But I was just like, I got this acceptance letter. I drove to Chicago, like my cousin and like, we went to apartment search and it's just like, you're, you're 18, 17, 18. We're, what apartment are you going to pay for? Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, because I had Radio Shack job in, in high school. I started Radio Shack in high school. I'm thinking, like, I'm going to transfer Radio Shacks. I'm going to keep making this part-time money and I'm going to be able to pay rent. It's like, yeah, no, that's not how it works. You're a freshman in college. This is going to have a full schedule. Like, you're not going to be able to maintain bills and 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 these things. So what are, like, how are you going to do this? So, yeah. um. You know, I think, but it's like, I didn't look into like dorms or like the, the sensible thing that, cause I didn't know. So, um, that was like, that, yeah, yeah, it was, it was kind of like one of those things where, you know, like I ended up getting into education. I ended up working with seniors to be like, Hey, look, this doesn't really make sense. So like, let me yeah. help you formulate your plan. Mm. And yeah. they, they never gave you an advisor at all. Or, or did you even were you even aware of advisors for no, I, I, it's it, you have to think of two things like um i'm working like yeah. so I'm, I'm like working almost every day after school so it's yeah. like i'm a senior sometimes i leave before last yeah. hour because i'm a senior and yeah. i'm going to work so i i didn't have like nothing like i i didn't know how to utilize these people like i yeah. and I, and these people i, I would say didn't know how to support me mm-hmm. as like who where I was. So mm-hmm. it's like now these days I'm better at talking to these people, the, the recruiters and advisors, like, hey, this kid's a first time college kid. You gotta walk them through the entire thing. Like yeah. from dorms to like walk them through the entire thing because it can get lost and bring his parents in to make sure they understand and bring everybody who needs to be involved to understand this for him. Yeah. Or her. But that's like a you know, that's, yeah, like, I don't, sometimes I, I think about, like, oh, man, like, I could have, I could have been there, I could have did this, and it, it's like, all right, it didn't happen, but, yeah. you know, what did happen, like, mm-hmm. the, the, the um, like, the house party series I created was, it's something of legend, like, it's like, <laughs> if you talk to certain circles in the city, like, oh, no, I was, like, they were there, JG Presents, yeah. so it's like, um, I'm satisfied. Like I got, yeah. I got my degrees. Everything have for yeah, a reason, I got my degrees. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. I feel that. Now let's go to like how you met your wife. Man, <laughs> high school, like high school vibe. So, um, I was a senior year. I think it was no, it was junior year. I met my wife my junior year in high school. She went to Country Day, mm. and um, one of our mutual friends went to PSA. We went to high school together, so. She was just at homecoming, and again, I, I'm I'm gonna speak. You don't you don't look familiar. Who are you? Why are you here? Like so, I just I spoke. Um, like who man is this? Like yeah, like who are you? where you come from? You know? right. So, um, I spoke. Um, we like 
that was it. Like I spoke to her that night. Nothing really happened. I think we she may have sent me a Facebook request like later on down the line. This is when like I'm old, I'm showing my age. <laughs> she may have sent me like a Facebook request. Mm-hmm. Um and then actually my wife asked me to be her homecoming date, like her, the senior our senior year. So Yeah. So yeah, like oh, and then it's like one night, um, uh, I think it might have been my birthday, my mm-hmm. junior year. She might have called me, or I might have called her on my, or I, somehow I was talking to her on the phone on my birthday on like a Tuesday, mm. and like a, my my mom worked two jobs, so I could, I and I had a little rinky dink car, so I was outside. It's my birthday on Tuesday night. I'm outside. Like <laughs> it's my birthday's in December. It's like, what are you doing? Go home. Like, it's, <laughs> it's dark out. Like, so right, and in um, Michigan weather. Yeah, so it's like it's it's freezing. Go right, home. Like, <laughs> but um, you know. For for me, it, it's always been like, like once we we met, it's just always that's been my dog. Like no. so so, <laughs> like I think see, after like homecoming, we just started like just being cool, like being friends, like hanging out all the time. Like I used to, this is and this is where, <laughs> um, I think I also was missing my advisor calls because like I would go to work then I go to her house. Like so it's <laughs> like, like my in laws are like. We be, they became my parents early because I was there all the time. So I would eat dinner over there. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, yeah, I was there all the time, like every day <laughs> after school almost. So they like, we can't get rid of this boy, so he gonna be here. He so let's accept here. him. Yeah. So <laughs> my, my wife actually went to Howard. Like she graduated, went to Howard, mm-hmm. and um, that's when we we started taking things a little bit more seriously. Um, like mm-hmm. toward like her freshman year in high school. Um. I mean, her freshman year of college, mm-hmm. um, and then as soon as she moved back, like graduated, she moved back home. So she moved in with me, and rest was rest was history. Hey, my anniversary actually tomorrow too, so that's crazy. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I love yeah. it. I love it. So how has it been um, from the transition from the boyfriend phase up into marriage? How what was the change that you seen within yourself through that process? Uh, financial responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, taking over places her father would usually be. So like um just anything like a home improvement. Like we we own a home. Like we have children. Right. Um so you know like everything was like it's like all right, this life is more serious. You mm. know, so Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So how has it been uh becoming a father? When how was the process um, from when you first became a father up until now? Um, so when I, when I first, I, I was younger, like I was in my twenties when I was like, I have two kids. So I have my daughter, she'll be eight on the 30th of this month. And my son, he'll be one on the 18th. So mm-hmm. it's like very packed September. Um, so it's like now I'm much more patient. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm a lot more patient and, um, and calm. It's like, all right, like control the controllables. Like it's I feel like I, I get tired more. So it's like but that's also like the just the workout thing. Like you gotta work out more, keep your stamina up. But yeah. um take care of your physical take care of your health. physical, yeah. Take yeah. care of your physical and your mental. But like being a dad is is probably the best part of me. So it's <laughs> it's like I probably the crazy part is I probably won't see my kids again until Sunday just because it's our anniversary weekend. But it's like <laughs> I like the they're 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 little me's so mm. like their initials are JG like they're it's the whole 
it's the whole vibe. Um, it's it's the whole vibe. Like mm-hmm. very, there's like little me in, in every <laughs> sense of the way. So, um, I'm I'm happy. Um, and it's like I think J Cole said like I I've become a lot more emotional since I have like since I had kids. It's like. <laughs> Like I'll cry over anything, you know. Aww. So it's just like it's like one of those things where it's like um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my life. That's yeah, what's up. For sure. I love it. So how has it been um, becoming a business owner? Uh, like fully like working with more people as time goes? Because you say you started your business in high school. Yeah. So how have you seen the growth from high school up until now for yourself? Well, yeah, like the. we started in high school essentially like Mm -hmm. it was like the the first variation like Mm -hmm. the the two aren't connected but they're they're connected because it's me um it's i'm gonna be honest i i think the trials and tribulations of it Mm -hmm. um just it it's like you you just go like you just you really just go Mm -hmm. like it's like I feel like, like a million times I told you it's like one of my trigger words is like, but um, being a business owner is the hardest thing in the world. Like mm-hmm. being a parent, being a husband, those things are easy. Being an employee somewhere, but being a business owner is just like you got you control everything. Yeah. Like everything is on you: marketing, mm-hmm. sales, recruitment, mm-hmm. production. Um, yeah edits like everything is on you so it's just like all right like janitorial like (laughs) the bathrooms ain't clean in here or Mm -hmm. you need tissue you need hand sanitizer it's like so that's like that's what i was made for (laughs) it's what i was made for yeah like it's it's a different dog like it takes a different dog to kind of handle that um pressure and i don't want to people to dogs but you know what i'm saying like a different bark in your chest to be able to be like all right that happened let's bounce back all right that happened let's bounce back yeah and it's like because you're gonna have a lot of that happen so what you gonna do like Mm -hmm. i like we were broken into on on august 6th and it's like they took everything like every mic every cord everything so it's like like I, I I equate this to like when business slowed down like this, it was like to the pandemic where it was like it cost it just cost and yeah. it's you know like well, all right like this ain't gonna stop me like yeah. I can't this ain't one of those things where you know you can just like all right this didn't work darn like it's like people depending on me like yeah. I I I don't I don't say it lightly but I do but I I really created the I created podcasting genre for the city almost like it before like it it was it was a bleak scene so it was like um no I I I can't give up if I give up it's like people that been podcasting because they heard a podcast they heard a podcast they started a podcast Mm -hmm. and it's just like no we started because we heard hashtag Eastside or I listened to cocktails with cocktails and it's just like damn like these are these are shows that you yeah. know, I created, but I didn't know it was gonna motivate somebody else to create there. So yeah. it's like I'm I'm out for legacy at this point. So when yeah. you talk about like kids, it's like these these shows, these these show shows, and these mm-hmm. shows, it's like grandkids almost. And 
but it's it's not like in the, like I don't want to say I'm sunning people or they're like my children, but it's like in the sense of like that's what we you we have a culture like we created a culture and it's like a a voice and a sound. It's just like Detroit music. It's mm-hmm. it's it's something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, and I feel like um, of course any entrepreneur will know is you will have your ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely get tested through a lot of stages mm-hmm. like stages of your life. Whether you at a good standpoint or a bad standpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what I've been going through recently too, with um if it's out of my control, I ain't about to stress about it. Cause you can't control it. Control it happens. So like you said, hey, that happened. Okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep moving. Absolutely. So yeah, I definitely know what you um how you feeling that. And I see you guys are back up and doing your yeah. thing. So they ain't stop nothing. You, you know, the, the crazy part is um, we were broken into a Saturday night, um, Sunday morning-ish. And um, I, had shows, I had a show Sunday. That's why I was at the studio to find out we got broken into because I, I had a show to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about tears are flowing. I'm like, so it's a crazy story. But it's like I'm back and forth in the studio. But I told the show, like, all right, give me a couple minutes. Because I had like old equipment like we've been podcasting since 2006 mm-hmm. so it's like i have ancient equipment it's like give me a couple seconds let me blow the dust off but you can record like yeah. so it's like i'm crying i'm touching stuff like the tech the police are there they're like can you stop touching stuff right i'm like, like no i gotta set to. up like yeah. I, it's a show here like it's the guests for the show i mean the the clients are here like i like they're my friends like they're people i know and they're yeah. concerned but it's just like you gotta. I gotta. That's the. It's like it's that dog. It's like yeah. I can't. I what, what am I supposed to do? Stop. Yeah. It was like Tuesday. I had we had an on location shoot for Ask Gen, and we're interviewing the governor. So mm. I, what am I'm supposed to stop? I'm supposed right. to like I, I text Gen. Hey, this is what happened. Um, this is the equipment that I have. This you know. Oh, but this will work. It mm-hmm. quality will still be there. You know, like, and people are asking me like. My man, are you okay? Like, hold right. on. Like, we don't care about the, the business. We do like, okay? and it's just like yeah. I'm. I'm talking about people are like caught because like the word kind of spread fast because yeah. you know like everybody know your place. Yeah, yeah, so it's like people calling. And it's like I can't get words out. Like, mm-hmm. It's just like <laughs> yeah, because it still hits you every it, time. I'm, and I'm just like trying to move. I'm moving. Like, I think I just like went home and went to sleep like mm-hmm. it was just like but but to to say the the point i'm making is like it it's been like the pandemic like mm-hmm. it's been like these things haven't i had I had cancer i had surgery when i was at the studio mm-hmm. so it's like i don't i ain't really i ain't seen anything that can stop me yet so yeah. why why would i yeah you're like ain't ain't nothing about the Stop Listen, nothing man. over here, and that's um, that. I feel like that's that entrepreneur mentality. Like, like I, ain't, can't stop, won't stop. I get hit, but I don't go down. Okay. Yeah. You you get hit, you ain't gonna stumble. You go like, oh, get, wait a second. I don't, I don't, I don't get dropped. It's, yeah. It's all good. I feel that. I feel that. Hey. 
Hey guys, it's Shout Out Break Time. We want to give our love and support to our lovely JG with this company called the Audio Wave Network. It's a podcasting business that's dedicated in providing a vocal platform for the undeserved and to ensure that every voice is being heard despite your lifestyle or perspective. But it's not just only a podcasting business, it's a community. So join his community at audiowavenetwork.com. The information will be down below in the description and in the bio. All right, back to the show. So in the beginning, you pulled out of the topics bowl Mm -hmm. and you got the lovely, what are you working on? So what is it that you're um, working on right now? Um, Either within yourself or your time frame. Time frame. When we when it's dropping, give me some time frames. Like any any time frame you can drop. Um. So right now, the month of September, um, we're we're doing a September spectacular. Spectacular September. Mm-hmm. Just thank everybody who like just everybody in general support love. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a great specials going on at the uh, network. So if you book, if you're the first person to book for the day, you get three free sessions. So you pay oh, for dang. one, you get three free. Oh, that's cool. Um, ten free consultations. So just people want, hey, can you can we brainstorm about this? I, I think mm-hmm. this is good, but I want to change this. I want to elevate this. What should I do? Or mm-hmm. I want a podcast. I don't know what about what I wanted to be about. Let's figure it out. Let's talk. Let's find your interest. Let's see where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also um, are giving free visuals for the full month. So any nice. session you book, if you're not the first person, you get free visuals uh, mm-hmm. for the whole month. Um, we're also about to launch an internet radio station. Um, so that's... Uh, I don't... <laughs> I don't have a date for that one, but it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the works. It's in the works. It's mm-hmm. in the works. It's it could be in the works very fast. Uh, <laughs> I just it's it's team season. Like I mm-hmm. I've I've carried the the weight of audio away for a long time yeah. just on me, and it's like I can't I can't like I I need to assemble the Avengers. Like yeah, I have to find to. that that those people that I can trust. Um, yeah. I've tried before, and I, I've been impatient. Like if mm-hmm. you're not gonna do it, like me, get out the way. And yeah. it's like you can't. You can't have those expectations. Um, So I'm working on that. And then um, theatrical podcasts. Like, I want to turn, like, a lot of these people in the city into voice actors and actresses. Um, Give them a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to be the 2B of of podcasts as far as, like, Mm -hmm. creating films and features and and scripts. Like, taking these scripts and turning them into visual, visual I mean, audio masterpieces. Um, Mm -hmm. that's, That's, like, a like a goal of mine like i want to put out one before this year is over that would be amazing yeah. honestly i can i can really see that going far especially yeah. how podcasts been going and mm-hmm. people love hearing some good stories yeah. man i'm telling well, you i um i came across one before and they had a dope series where you know they um describe the scenery so you can have a visual in your own mind mm-hmm. and just go into it so i feel like that's that's gonna look crazy yeah, that's gonna yeah look so crazy. that's that's the plan so yeah that's amazing that's Thank dope you. so how is so what all do you provide with your company um audio wave is is literally a creative just a creative space uh mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to uh podcasts audiobooks uh any of those things so um, we are a podcast studio, so that's the the basis of everything. We we are a podcast studio. We offer visuals, um, mm-hmm. podcast editing. Um, I do consultations. I bring you in front of producers and people that have successful shows. If you mm-hmm. need like additional guidance or support, 
Um, I freelance as a sound engineer. So mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the YouTube series, XGN, mm-hmm. I'm the lead audio engineer on that. Um, but yeah, we 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 do it all. That's we, we try to we try to do it all. If we don't <laughs> do it, we'll we'll figure it out or turn right. to the right people. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. How is it? Um, besides that, how has this year overall been going for you and your business? Um, business is great. Uh, we we did move back into the Detroit Artist Test Lab. So at first we um we originated in Detroit Artist Test Lab from 2016 mm-hmm. to 2021. Um, and then we moved to the Eastside Community Network from 2021 to just up recently in 2000, in June of 2023. So, um, yeah, like that's, um, that has been, uh, a little bit of whirlwind just moving. Um, but right now I feel real comfortable. Um, I'm hoping we, like our space gets the, uh, proper, uh, love and security needs just after a break in, but. Mm-hmm. We're almost there. We're almost back to fun- full functioning order as far as like the the security unit space. But mm-hmm. um, we're 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 great. Like it's it's like um, it it feels good. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it it doesn't feel as like terrifying anymore. I used to be kind of scared of running the business, but yeah. it's not it's not that anymore. What what brought that edge off of you being scared to just finally like comfortable with it failing. Like, um, I was Joe Jackson in the beginning. Like, um, I was terrible. Like, I, like, I, I think I talked about it here before. Like, I was, I was no nonsense. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to create perfection. I demand mm-hmm. perfection, you know? <laughs> and it was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you know, even like me thinking how I thought and then looking at those old pictures, it's like, how, what was you demanding perfection? Look at this studio. <laughs> like, so it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, like I'm glad I made it out of that time mm-hmm. of that headspace. But I, I had, I had a dream. Like I had, I have, you know, dreams and visions where yeah. um, I wanted to properly execute. It's like now I, I know how to, like, I know how to communicate better. You know, like those, I lost podcasters early on. Like people mm-hmm. were just like, I don't, I don't, you, you talking to me crazy. Like, yeah. Not not too crazy where it's like we're not friends or it's beef or anything. Like I had a show, um, it was it was a time for they just used it as a time to connect. But I seen mm-hmm. so much potential that I was like kind of hard on them. I'm like, yo, yeah. we could do this, we could get this sponsor. And it's just yeah. like, like we're not here for all that. And it's just like, oh, some people just being here just to kick you with their friends. And that's yeah. I had to I had to realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how's it been like learning that dynamic of working with more? A variety of different people to better yourself too um i mean it's it's all like working with people in general is one of those things where it's just like uh i i think i'm always i'm a forever student like i'm like the master the perfect master is always a student so mm-hmm. it's like i have to like take what i can from everybody like yeah. Take what I can from everyone's process. Like I'll steal something from your process today and be like, all right, I like how she did that. Like I'm gonna incorporate that in this process. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's that's like essentially what it is. It's like taking taking pieces from everyone you encounter and building the perfect puzzle yeah. or the perfect specimen. It's just like that's that's what really like the leadership and coaching ability I, I gain. Like uh, my buddy Trademark, he used to work at a uh, JLB. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was rough on us. But he was like, he was fair. 
he was just like it was never a time where it was just like he gave you all bad and it was never anything good. He'll start with all good and he's like, hey, but you might want to work on this. Mm. So those yeah. great helpful tips. Always great yeah. mentorship. Yeah. And he didn't even realize it. And I I tell him all the time, like, Mark, you changed my life. Like I didn't mm. I wouldn't be able to coach podcasters the way I do if he didn't coach me like that. So it's just yeah. like but it's also he gave me like the base. And then I, I, you advanced. I, I, I added the crazy Joe Jackson, but then we took Joe <laughs> Jackson off. Like we became more civilized. Like it's, mm. I'm like the, I'm the the perfect like kind of coach nowadays. That's great. So, um, overall, overall through your years, what do you feel like your was your biggest accomplishments for yourself? Making it through the pandemic. Mm. Like I, I don't. <laughs> So it's it's one thing it's one thing to put people in their home. It's mm. it's one thing like all right, you gotta force it down. You you're not really able to do anything. And then for me, someone who like frequently leaves my yeah, like yeah. I frequently leave. I'm just, like I was bonkers, like I was going crazy. Mm. Um and it was like I couldn't find a way to do podcasting. Like I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Like I mm. It was like I tried Zoom. I hated Zoom. Like mm. I hated Zoom for podcasting. It was just like because you can have messed up audio, messed yeah, up video. Yeah, people like kids jumping. Like nothing, nothing for kids jumping in. But it was just like it just didn't feel right. Like because I'm yeah. used to being a people person and being around the in people. Person. So it was just like I wanted to quit. Like I was mm. just like this is I can't. I'm not coming back doing this. Like I can't. And it was just like. If you don't, then what does that say about you? Mm. Like, what does that say about the people who want to come podcast? What does that say about, you know, um, just what you created? Like, we want fire. Like, I'm talking about, like, fire closing out 2019. I was in a, a podcast conference in March of 2020, right before the pandemic. People, everybody from around the world wants to connect with us. They want to fly me out here to do interviews. They want to mm. talk to me here. It's like, so you think that like, I'm literally like, I think we had like three sold out shows in 2019. I was planning a tour for 2020. Like mm. we were going to hit a Midwest tour yeah. just doing bars. And it was like, um, that was, that was like, it was like a skirt. And it was like, <laughs> it's like, uh. Hold your brakes. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like you none of that. You have none of that. Like none of that is going to exist. Yeah. So it was just like devastation. Like I was devastated. Like cause I was I really thought like how like I'm I'm being featured on panels like yeah. from like Atlanta. It's like it, you feel like it, you really, really made it. I was, you were I was we were you we were, were there. moving. And yeah. It, it it just felt good. And it's like the amount of shows we had, mm -hmm. it was like sponsors lined up mm. and it was just like lost everything like yeah. it's that's why I, I compare it to being like every taking the equipment but it's like you got to get bodies back like yeah. if you take three months four months off of podcasting i'm i don't want to do it anymore or yeah. it's like that momentum that we all had it was just like somebody sucked the life out of it we was trying yeah. to find normalcy in I don't want to be cooped up in the studio or it was a COVID outbreak in the studio. Now we have to, it was, you know, so yeah. we will try to open up, but then we got shut back down. It was mm. just like, it was a lot of, aye, aye, aye. so yeah. coming out of the other side, 
in this in this condition in this mind state is the biggest accomplishment I could ever ask for because like I doubted like I didn't doubt me I just doubted like this is not gonna work anymore mm-hmm. too many people can podcast in different ways like mm-hmm. they don't need this studio anymore but it's like they don't mm-hmm. they need you like, right. so it's like yes you can podcast many different ways but it's just like how many how many people are going to have you or or you know mm. come to this space to find solace outside of podcasting in their home like mm. they come to this space for all right i can take a deep breath i can chill get comfortable on this couch and relax and really just talk yeah. so because it's only one you at the end of the day yeah so mm-hmm. that's that's where it was that's the biggest accomplishment i feel that you also in the beginning chose a number between one through ten. Mm-hmm. You chose number ten. Mm-hmm. Now number ten is if you had a ticket right now mm-hmm. to catch a flight and you got free expense forever you want to go, where would you go? I gotta go right now. <laughs> if you hey, if um, it was today, if it was tomorrow. Um anywhere free expense. I'm gonna be honest. Take me somewhere where no one can find me. Like, just give me, like, just give me, like, just a week. Just to, like, August was heavy, like, mm. for a multitude of reasons. Like, August was, we had, like, some of our biggest interviews, um, press passes at Afro Nation. You know, like, August was huge. Mm-hmm. But we also, I also lost everything, but mm. also gained everything back. So it's just, like. It was, like, a literally. It, it's like some of the, the messages people were were pouring out to me. It was just like a lot of emotion was poured in August. So yeah, I I need a chance to be like, all right, guys, thank you. But, but I see y'all. I see, see y'all. Me. Let me just let me go think, write some yeah. stuff down, like journal, get my mind right. Um, so you need a mental vacation. Yeah, like I just need to like tap out for just a, a few. Mm-hmm. Like when I go outside, I'm JG the podcast guy. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, it's crazy. Somebody, I don't know how much cursing I can do in here, but somebody <laughs> said uh, they didn't mean to. They sent me my picture. I was like, is this the podcast, nigga? And it was just like, like that's that's my brand. You know, yeah. like, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. it's me. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? So um, when I'm out, I'm him. Like, I have to be the podcast guy. So mm-hmm. you'll see, like, me in a bar and somebody might be pitching a podcast to me. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's, I'm not gonna be like, no, that's a dumb idea. Like, Let me listen. I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm always listening. So, um, it's a it's a different level of of just like, I just need a break. Like that's yeah. it. Like I have I have vacations coming up. Yeah. Um. So so we'll, that's we'll good though. Yeah. But you you know as a entrepreneur we always gotta take those mental breaks because we can always be. Social butterflies just for those moments, yeah. but once our social battery went low, man, get away from me. It's it's because like, you don't want to come. I gotta rude. keep a car charger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep a car charger for my social battery just because. Yeah. I don't, I don't like unless I just lock myself in my house. Like I told you, like I just told you that like, before we started, my phone wasn't receiving text messages for two to three hours. I had thirty text messages, and I'm someone that keeps my text messages zero because it's, it's business it's whatever yeah that gave me anxiety it was like mm. you know like because you're used to because i'm used to like oh let me just get this oh you yeah. need this oh you need this and it's just like but what were you doing during those three hours were you 
No, I was at work, so it wasn't oh. even like a, <laughs> it wasn't even like it was, a fun time. It yeah, was, like I a was little working. break. Yeah, yeah, so um, that's that's where it is now. It's just like just getting a break. But I think I'm getting to the point where I'm gonna start taking weekends off um, yeah. because a lot of my podcasts, like Saturdays and Sundays, are bangers. So I like I'll be typically working, you mm-hmm. know, nine to seven on a Saturday, and mm-hmm. then maybe do like a ten to five on a fr- on a Sunday. Yeah. And so it's like we we hustle, like we yeah. we get after it because we got bills That's to pay. Yeah. yeah, we got bills to pay, and we got stories to create. So mm-hmm. it's like let's get it. Yeah, I I definitely feel you with the hustle mentality, but we don't want to build you know a toxic oh, work yeah. environment yeah, though. Because we, I'm soon a, as I'm we a like, I'm telling you, yeah, I, I'm definitely. Um, that's so a couple things I said like building the team, like mm-hmm. that's building the team is probably the most important thing to me at this point because um, I I, I know I can only do too much and yeah. I've been shred, uh, spreading myself pretty thin, and that's not really. That's not typically who I like. I did that in my twenties. Now it's like I'm in you my mid. Older, I'm closer yeah. to my mid thirties, and it's like we we've been we've been in operation for seven years. So yeah. it's like this is not like a, uh, you know, like something that was created overnight. Like I I can run this with my eyes closed, but it's just like I need to teach people and empower people so they can be like yeah. So it, but it's also like the people I want. Like I don't mm-hmm. want the professional that's been doing it for X amount of years. I want the person that has no idea what they're doing. Like, that you want to start from scratch. Yeah, because yeah. it's like let's let's figure it out. But yeah. it's also that I believe that everybody should have a creative outlet of some sort. Like, yeah, that's how I was saying for myself. Like. Because I have a um, Growth Youth Detroit um, Grind and Hustle Youth Mentoring Program. That's my that's my business. And um, I was like, I'm not going fully public with that yet until I have my team and my foundation fully ready. Because I can't mm-hmm. interact with so many kids, so many parents, mm-hmm. and keep all that paperwork all by myself. I can't. I'm not about to stress myself out, though, mm-hmm. to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather have a team so I can be able to branch out on certain areas and they could just report back to me like, hey, so-and-so happened. What do you want me to do? What's the next move? Stuff like I that. I can handle with that. Yeah. That's just for that, for that program in itself. But for my art business, I'm doing all that solo solo team. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it's getting to a point where I will eventually get my own team because, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to, you know, branch off to teach somebody. But you also, it's so hard too because you don't, want certain people to be let in on certain parts and because you you want to build that trust to be able to have that trust and be comfortable because your business is your baby in a sense absolutely because you yeah. that's what you put your pour your hard work money and time into blood sweat and tears mm-hmm. so to just try to branch out into having a team it's just kind of like ooh, it's like a ooh, do i want to but then your body like yes you need to so mm-hmm. yeah i definitely feel you on that especially like as time goes on and you want to have a bigger dream, bigger goals, bigger messages, eventually we got to spread, spread the... No, nah, you, you're absolutely correct. I, and that's, it's, there's been so many variations of like teams where like I create a sales team to do like the sales. And it's just like, people are not going to believe in your dream. Like you're going to believe in it. Yeah. So it's just like also having to like pivot, pivot around those, those aspects and that it's just like... Well, we make it work. Like yeah. I, I'm, like I think right now, um, like the team, how how I'm developing the team now is we're at like a, a place where it's 
I feel like we're we're about to be on fire again. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a matter of recruiting the shows, yeah. creating the shows, and, and getting the content out there. Yeah, and uh, and it's all comes with time and patience. Yeah, absolutely. Patience I, is something else. Though. Oh, oof. I mean, patience. Patience. Patience is is twofold because it's there's a patience for being patient to get things off the ground. Yeah. But then there's a patience that comes with. How do you how do you fare in those moments of, of strife or or where it's like things aren't going to work as as well as you think they may? So how can you be yeah. patient enough to to trust in yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like the whole pool, like the break in and COVID and all these things that kind of like it was piling were, on were out of my control. It's yeah. just like, all right, how do you handle it? Yeah. Like, do you give up? You tuck your tail around, or mm-hmm. you figure it out? I feel that. I definitely feel that. Now, before we close, mm-hmm. I was wondering, um, like, what is this? What is like a great piece of advice that for either a new entrepreneur or a person that wants to go into your field? Um, uh, for a new entrepreneur, I would say, just try it. Like, just go. Like, like go. Like, it's <laughs> what's like failure's the only thing. Like. Mm-hmm. And if you fail, you can start over. Yeah. Like failure doesn't. If, if failure takes away your life savings, then maybe like reevaluate. But just try. Like I didn't. We we literally came up with the concept of audio wave in the basement. I ain't had no space. I called around, found a space. Well, I didn't even call around. I called like my buddy Orlando and a couple other people, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, of a space I could run a podcast studio out of." They're like, "Oh yeah, go here." And it's like, call him. He was like, all right, I, I would love to have a podcast studio in my building. It's like, all right. Like, so it's just like, I, take your chance. Like, shoot shoot all your shots. Yeah. Um, For somebody who wants to go in my field, as far as, like, if it, if it comes to, like, owning a studio and running the studio, um, find a space that wants a studio mm-hmm. and leverage that. Like, find a space that wants a studio mm-hmm. and provide that studio and leverage that somehow. That's what I would say, like, because okay. um, it, it can be beneficial for you from a, a multitude of ways. Okay. Yeah. That sounds dope. Do you have any closing statements? Uh, man, um, stay creative, stay wavy. Yeah. <laughs> sounds awesome. Is it a part two coming? It is. Let's do it. All right. So for those that would love to hear and see the part two, check it out on our Patreon and make sure you're a subscriber so you can get early access. And also check out other exclusives that'll be coming as well. They'll be coming soon. So be on the lookout for that. And thank you for coming. Of course. <laughs> All right. Um, make sure to check out JG's information down below in the description and in our bio. So until next time, see ya. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Elegance of Nay podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and also follow us at the Elegance of Nay podcast. Until next time, see ya.